From the blaze of emergency response to the beacon of security and retirement, this is the Atlas Annuity Podcast with your host, Marty Becker. Strap in, folks. Marty isn't your ordinary retirement planner. He's the financial firefighter who swapped his helmet for a headset to bring you the hottest safe money strategies in retirement without an ounce of burn. From guarding lives in the face of flames, Marty now shields your savings from the unpredictability of the stock market. He's the president, the owner, and annuity expert at Atlas Financial Strategies. Here's your host, Marty Becker. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to episode number 11 of the Atlas Annuity Podcast. I am your host, Marty Becker, and the owner of Atlas Financial Strategies in St. Louis, Missouri. In this episode, we're going to talk about the differences between annuities and CDs. In previous episodes, we talked about the different types of annuities that are available and how they differ. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to those episodes, I want to encourage you to go back and do so. And if you're the type of person who likes to have paper in their hand while they're studying, you can actually go to atlasannuity.com and there will be a place for you to download my annuity atlas that will help you understand all the different types of annuities that are available. So I'm sure all of you know that a CD is a certificate of deposit that is issued by a bank and pays you a guaranteed interest rate for a guaranteed amount of time. CDs are some of the safest and most boring investments you can make because they're very straightforward and predictable. And as far as I'm concerned, that's a good thing, especially when you're retired because we want to have some safe money products in that portfolio. However, the question is, which is a better deal, a bank CD or an annuity? Now, I personally, I'm not a huge fan of banks because I think they nickel and dime people to death for services that honestly you can just get for free by belonging to a credit union. However, we do need banks and they do serve a very important role in our economy. But there's a reason that Mark Twain once said, a banker is someone who will loan you his umbrella when the sun is shining, but wants it back the minute it starts to rain because the bank is going to do what's good for the bank. And that's really just the nature of the beast. So if we're going to compare an annuity to a CD and we want to do a true apple to apples comparison, the annuity that most closely resembles a bank CD is the multi-year guaranteed annuity or MIGA for short. And if you don't know what a MIGA is or how it works, you can go back and listen to that episode that I've referenced earlier about the different types of annuities, or I actually have a completely separate report that you can download for free at atlasannuity.com, and that will tell you pretty much everything you need to know about MIGAs. Now, a MIGA works just like a bank CD, meaning it's a guaranteed amount of interest for a guaranteed amount of time. And that's really where the similarities stop because there's really three big differences between MIGAs and CDs. And that's gonna be term lengths, liquidity, and taxes. So number one, the term length of a CD is gonna be relatively short. The banks do not offer guaranteed rates for very long periods of time. Most of the time, you're only gonna be able to lock in a rate from about 12 months to 24 months at the longest. And right now, that's a big deal because rates are really high. When someone tells me 
they can get the same interest rate on a CD that they can get with a MIGA, my response is, that's great. But what are you going to do in month number 13 when that rate expires with the CD and interest rates have dropped by then, most likely, down to 2%? So basically, my point with that is you're going to get that guaranteed higher interest rate for 12 months or so, and then it's going to go away and you're going to have to renew at whatever the new rate will be. That's called reinvestment risk. So in a high interest rate environment like we're in at the beginning of 2024, when this is being recorded, you're setting yourself up to constantly chase interest rates with the CD versus locking in a rate for a longer period of time with a MIGA. And you know, when rates are low, you may not want to lock it in for a longer period of time. So a CD actually could make more sense at that point. But again, at the time of this recording, I have a lot of clients that are locking rates for up to 10 years because they know the rates will eventually go back down. And if they can get a really good return that is guaranteed for a decade, they're going to take it. And the longest CD term that I could find right now, beginning of 2024 on bankrate.com was five years. And the interest rate was one and a half percent lower than what you can get with a five-year MIGA right now. Okay, so that's the first difference, the term lengths. Number two is going to be liquidity. Bank CDs will give you an interest payment only, meaning if you put $100,000 into a bank CD at 5%, you will get $5,000 per year, and you're not allowed to touch the rest of the money without surrendering the entire CD. With an annuity, we can set it up to where you would have an option to get up to 10% of your account value per year if you ever needed it. Or you can just take the interest, or you can just let it sit there and compound and decide on an annual basis whether you want to take any money or not. With most CDs, as with bonds, you have to decide if you want to take the interest up front or let it compound. You have to make that choice up front. Having a 10% withdrawal provision within the annuity can definitely come in handy, and it just gives you some extra flexibility. Now, the third difference is going to be with the taxes. Now, I'm only talking about non-qualified money right now. And for those of you who don't know that term, non-qualified money means you earned it, you already paid the taxes on it, and it's sitting there waiting to be deployed for living expenses. So when you put non-qualified money, so after tax money, into a CD, you are going to get taxed every year on the interest. And that's whether you take the interest in income or if you defer it, you are going to get a 1099-I from the bank or institution that issued the CD, and you're going to have to pay tax on that money. However, with the annuity, you can actually defer those taxes forever if you wanted to. The only time you will pay tax on a non-qualified growth annuity, like a MIGA or a fixed index annuity, is when you withdraw the money. You could technically defer the taxes the rest of your life if you wanted to, because there is a provision called a 1035 exchange 
that will let you continuously roll the money over into different annuities without paying taxes on the gains. For those of you in the real estate business, it's very similar to a, a 1031 exchange that lets you take the profits from a property you just sold and roll the money into a new property without having to pay capital gains tax. So those are going to be the three biggest differences between CDs and annuities, which again is the term lengths, the liquidity, and the taxes. Now, there is one other type of CD that's out there that maybe you haven't heard of, which is the negotiable CD, or sometimes referred to as a jumbo CD or a brokered CD. These normally have a minimum deposit of $100,000. But the biggest difference is that unlike a bank CD, you can actually get out of these without the penalty of a bank CD. But here's the catch. You have to sell them in the open market. And when you're selling something in the financial market, what do you need? You need a licensed advisor to do it for you. And what do advisors charge? They charge a fee for their service, which is totally fine. That's how the business works. That can actually affect your overall yield if you end up having to pay a fee to get rid of it early. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just how the business works, but you need to take that into consideration. So even though it's nice that you have that option that you can get out of it if you need to, where it becomes a problem is if you purchase a CD in a low interest rate environment and then the rates go up, your CD becomes less valuable because someone looking to purchase a CD would want a new CD rate if it was higher. So the only way they would purchase yours with a lower rate would be if they could get it at a discount. And that would make your yield equal to or above what they could get at the current rate. Now, that could go the other way as well. Because if you purchase a negotiable CD or jumbo CD in a high interest rate environment, like we're in right now, and you need to sell it down the road after interest rates have dropped, then you would most likely be able to sell it at a premium, which is more than what you paid for it. However, and there's always a however, isn't there? However, some of these negotiable CDs are callable. And if you listen to my annuities versus bonds episode, then you already know that callable means there is a provision in the agreement that the issuer can cash you out at any point that they want to. Most of the time, there's a time limit in there, but... They can cash you out, give you all your money back because now they want to issue new CDs at a lower interest rate to save themselves money. That's what is known as call risk, which then leads to reinvestment risk. Okay, so that's the negotiable or jumbo CD. Now, another question that comes up frequently, again, goes back to the taxes, is what if I just want to take a portion of my gains? and roll the rest into another annuity to defer the taxes. Can I do that? And the answer is yes, you can do that. So let's say you have a $50,000 gain in your annuity and you want it to take $25,000 out. You can roll the remaining $25,000 into the next annuity along with the original principal and defer the taxes on that portion of your gains. 
And then the $25,000 you took out would be taxed as interest income. Going back to the original question of this episode, which is better, annuity or CDs, if the purpose of the money is protection and risk-free growth, then you cannot go wrong with the CD. But the annuity also deserves serious consideration because of the term lengths, the liquidity, and the tax provisions. Anyway, that'll wrap up episode number 11. And I want to thank you again for listening. If you ever have questions on what annuity would be right for you, please don't hesitate to go to atlasannuity.com, atlasannuity.com. And that will actually take you directly to my calendar so you can book a short phone call to get all of your questions answered. Plus, you can navigate to all of my other educational resources, including my flagship video series, 20% More Spendable Income in Retirement, where I actually show multiple case examples and how to use annuities in your retirement and get more safety and more spendable income without the risk of the stock market. And if you found today's episode helpful, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. I really do hope that this information I'm putting out is benefiting people. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the Atlas Annuity Podcast. Again, this is Marty Becker, wishing you all the best in your financial education. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Atlas Annuity Podcast. All information presented is for educational purposes only and is not a recommendation to implement any tax strategy, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or transfer any security or insurance products. Atlas Financial Strategies Incorporated is an insurance-only licensed entity, and any decisions to buy or sell securities should be discussed with a licensed securities advisor, and any tax strategy should be discussed with a licensed tax professional. Past performance of any strategies or products mentioned are not a guarantee of future returns. For any other questions or concerns, please go to www.atlasannuity.com.